Section 8 of Good Morning, Boys and Girls by Rev. Thomas J. Hostey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. The Big House. Good morning, boys and girls. During the past week I took a ride down to the city of Juliet, where the pastor of St. Raymond's Cathedral was celebrating his 25th anniversary as a priest. Just before I entered the city itself, I passed a big group of buildings. There was something mighty strange-looking about those buildings. All of them were surrounded by very high walls, and there were men with guns stationed on the top of the walls. All of a sudden, as I got a look at the name of the place, it dawned upon me that I was passing Stateville, the state penitentiary of Illinois. Maybe you don't know what a penitentiary is, but I'm sure you'll all know what I mean when I say that penitentiary is just a big word for jail. The men who were in the jail itself refer to it as the big house. I suppose a good number of you know what a jail is like on the inside, not because you were ever jailbirds, that's the slang name used for the men kept in prison, but because of the pictures you've seen in the movies and on television. Each man has a little room called a cell, with bars on the window, and long iron bars on the front walls and door, so that he can easily be seen and watched from the outside. Ordinarily, he has to share this cage with at least one other man. He can't get in or out of his cell unless a guard opens the door for him. He has to go to bed and get up at a certain time every day. He is given some kind of hard work, which he must labor at every day. He has to do what he is told at all times. He is continually watched by armed guards, who will shoot him if he does not obey the prison rules or if he attempts to escape. Prison life is a terrible thing. You don't realize what a wonderful thing your freedom is until you lose it. Of course, all the men are not kept in jail the same length of time. Some men are kept there for one year. Some are there for ten years. Some are there for the remainder of their lives. The length of the prison term is measured by the seriousness of the crime a person commits. For example, a man who kills another man is either put to death or placed in jail for life. Sometimes a man is not required to serve all of his sentence. For instance, a man who obeys the prison laws perfectly and is a very good prisoner usually has his time shortened by the authorities. That is what is known as a pardon or a parole. Do you know why I am telling you all this? Because I hope that you'll be so afraid of going to jail that you'll never break any city or state laws which might put you there. But that isn't my only reason for describing a prison to you. In fact, it isn't even my most important reason. Who thinks he can guess my real reason for telling you about jails? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I didn't think you'd figure out the correct reason, so I'll tell you. Listen closely now. Here's the reason. I don't want any of you ever to have to go to God's jail. Judging from the look on your faces, I'll bet some of you didn't even know that God has a jail. Well, he certainly has. I know that some of you can even tell me the name of his jail. That's right. It's called Hell. Believe me, there is no jail or prison or penitentiary in the whole world that is one trillionth as hard as God's jail. No matter what crimes you committed, or how long you have to spend in a jail on earth, when you die your prison term is over, but in Hell your jail sentence will never, never end, because your soul is going to live forever. No one will ever have his time in hell shortened for good behavior. No one will ever leave God's jail through a pardon or a parole. 
no one will ever escape from hell every one in god's jail will be there for all eternity the suffering in any prison on earth is nothing compared to the terrible suffering in hell not only do the prisoners in god's jail have their bodies burning but their souls are crying out for god and he will not come to them if you've ever been away from home for any length of time you know how much you missed your mother and dad we call that being homesick well a soul in hell feels billions of times worse when he is separated from god his father he is really homesick for heaven people in hell have far worse companions than the prisoners on earth do after all some jailbirds are not such bad fellows it's true they broke the law but many of them did it in a moment of anger or weakness but it's different in hell not only does everyone in hell hate god but there are persons there who are worse than you can possibly imagine you know who they are the devils boys and girls do you know why i am telling you about hell do you think that i'm only trying to scare you oh no i want you to make up your mind that you are never going to go there that's why our blessed lord kept telling the people about the fires and punishment of hell he didn't want any of them to go there remember this no one will ever go there unless it is his own fault you can't go there by accident if you go to confession and holy communion frequently and say your prayers faithfully every day especially your prayers to our blessed mother you will never go to hell and just one final thought never forget that there is nothing absolutely nothing on this earth that is worth going to hell for don't take my word for it take the word of our lord himself that's what he meant when he said what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and then suffers the loss of his own soul end of section eight